That's the iPhone remake. Oh, you get it? This is for your computer, though. I have iMessages hooked up to my computer. How many fucking text messages do you get? Three. I can't believe this came out in the year 2018. It feels like a million years ago. I know. Well, that's the thing about pop culture, pop music. When it permeates the culture, yeah. it feels simultaneously... Uh, like it's been here forever. That's right. And like it's just at the very top of our hot, hot tongues. That's you know? right. Yeah. And also, it does remind you of times when you were getting text messages and and hearing uh, that old oh, familiar wow. date. In a lot of ways, a text is is uh, a song. Um, <laughs> in a lot of ways, in many they, ways, they tell a story. Do they not? Um, right. They bring us back. You know, sometimes you see an old text and you're brought yeah. back to the moment you were in when you received that text. You know, we all remember our. Our, uh, the text that we danced to at our, our high school prom, yeah. uh, our text, you know, that you, you read when you were sad walking home in the rain. Well, I mean, these di- I, I'm just thinking of which texts that I'm going to bounce my grandchildren on my knee and tell them about. That's that's right. Yeah. <clears throat> I'm going to do a your, lot of bouncing. Your, did your grandchildren bouncing on the knee and tell you about old songs? <laughs> my <laughs> grandparents? Yeah. Were they like, let me tell you about Little Bugle Boy? <laughs> I was more going to the stories route too, because we were talking about texts are stories. Right, right, texts right. are sure. texts are lifetimes. That's right. Um, and you know, I, I I think we're at the start of a new year. Yeah. And and start of a new year is often a time to um, reflect, a time to um, think about what what has come before and what will come after. January is really a time to sit and reflect. You yeah. know. It's yeah. about 30 degrees outside. Right. Get out there to Walden Pond. You yeah. know? It's a time for, for solitudinous uh, reflection. Pretty good. Thank word you. Solitudinous? You solitudinous. Is, is that a word? I don't think so. I actually, I kind of think it is. Solitudinous. Yeah, I kind of think it is. But um, <laughs> Let's find out. There's only one way to find out. Are uh, you doing it too? Okay, uh, you can do no, it. I'm actually responding to the text. Oh, okay. Jesus. <laughs> I just thought it'd be a good moment, right as you were busy typing, that I would not uh, vamp and just respond to a text. Solitudinous, yeah, I think that's right. Adjective. Yeah, you can make anything a fucking adjective, That's true, that's true. Just think about fucking adjectives. Sweet, thought we were... It's the lazy man's adverb. The lazy man's adverb, that's true, because there's no action associated with it. Um, We thought we would look back at 2018, look at some of the top 10 lists, some of the most... Listen to songs, most yeah. watched movies, most yeah. read books. And you've probably consumed some of these already. This is going to come out in mid-January. Right. You've probably started reading them in like mid-December. But folks, I don't think any of these opinions are truly like truly like sunk in until you've had time to process them. Like when a best of list comes out like December are we 1st. Doing, oh and, and so that we're, we're doing best ofs as well here because I thought we were I, but I'm, I'm good good with that. oh you were I also, was thinking it was more like billboard top but I like best ofs too billboard top is your well. Obama list your yeah. Obama list yeah I want to I want to get opinions yeah you know? I want Obama's opinion yeah <laughs> I got Bill Gates's opinion pulled up here. oh hell yeah <laughs> um so I think yeah why don't we why don't we get into it and uh, just uh, okay. talk a little bit about uh, what what was popping this year <laughs> well you already have the songs pulled up I guess right sure should we go over these let's do it all right we'll play a little a little sample of each one uh, I don't know if these are in order this is Spotify's um, 
uh, top tracks of 2018. Okay. The world could not get enough of these songs in 2018. Mm-hmm. Um. Let's see. I thought they were in order, but maybe they're not. <laughs> Whatever. I'll play a little of this one. This one's called Sad by Extenation. You... Triple Extentacion. Is that how you say that? Yeah. I've seen that forever and not, not known. <laughs> Did he die? Yeah, he got yeah. shot. Okay. He's like 19 or something like that. Rest in peace. Yeah. Uh, we're in power. And it's called Sad? Yeah. Well, it sounds like he knew it was coming. <laughs> All right. Well, oh, yeah. It's, gotta... oh, yeah. I feel like I'm at the aquarium. Uh, I feel like I'm in deep space. Yeah. Well, in some ways, water is the closest we can get to deep space right. without leaving. Yeah, they say it's the final Planet frontier. Yeah. yeah. You know, James Cameron spent so much time down there. I think he's gotten a little kooky with all these Avatar yeah. films. Why haven't any of them come out? I feel like five years ago I heard like ten Avatar yeah. movies playing. I think all he did this year was literally like put out a list of five titles yeah. that they were going to have. Right, and it's like, James, they don't make themselves. Like Avatar, the seed fucker. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he just said suicide. Okay, let's do sad. Um, or what are we like? Judging these things? Are we like passing um, our judgment? I think, we well, reflect? I think it's just like, do you remember this song playing? Or I don't anything? remember that song, but yeah. I remember trying to listen to some of his music um, after he had died. Right. And uh, saying, well, I don't, it's not for me. Right. Uh, I feel dumb because I, I really didn't know it was Triple Stop. X Tenacion. Oh, thank you. I thought it was uh, extenation. Extentation. Or <laughs> I, like I didn't that. know. I I literally never tried to say it out loud. I think somebody. I've heard multiple times people say X X X Tentacion. But no, triple X Tentacion sounds great. I mean, there's much better word. It's a bad name, no matter how you slice it. I kind of think it's a good name if you just hear it out loud. You go like, "Oh, who's playing here?" And triple extentation. Uh, oh, is that what it? I mean, is the way you said it with the with the Spanish flair? Is that not? That's how you say it. Yeah, it's no, I think I think saying it out loud, full flair is the best. Triple X Tentacion. <laughs> I think it's good. <laughs> I don't think it's a good thing. <laughs> All right. Uh, another one? Yeah, let's okay, play another yeah. one here. I'm it's gonna play a little up. see it. You tell me if you know who it is. Okay. Sounds like a whale mating call. Yeah. I guess that was the thing this year was like ambient ocean sounds. Oh, this is Post Malone. Hell yeah. Yeah. Okay. I wouldn't know that. <laughs> you wouldn't? No. Uh, that's a that's a famous song. Here's another Post Malone one. If you now here's the real level up. Tell me who this song's featuring. Oh god. This guy I think is a bad name. Not Post Malone, but the uh, who who's featured. Um, I don't know. Hit me with it. Ty Dolla Sign. Okay, how's it spelled? Ty T Y mm-hmm. Dolla D O L L A Sign. Yeah, See if hit me can... with it. Yes. Dollar Sign is the S. Yeah, Yay. and then Sign is the rest of the That's word. Okay. It should just be a tie and then a dollar sign. Right, and then you, if you're, you say, if you know, yeah. if you're in the loop, you know it's Ty Dollar Sign. Yeah. I think that's absolutely yeah that would be great um yeah not for me okay um next up this is this is one of the only ones on this first 10 here that i'm actually like i i know like i'm aware like fully aware of this song uh the first one we heard by the way the the intro to the episode was god's plan by drake right this is another drake banger 
This one, you couldn't get away from hearing, I feel like. I heard this one just like in, I don't know, like in CVSs yeah. and stuff. Like this one was, was everywhere. Oh, I do know this song, yeah. yeah. But the first one you played, I heard way more often. I know, I heard that one too. Yeah. But, but it is interesting of these ones, the only ones that like feel like they were truly, to, to me at least, maybe, maybe. I don't know. Well, but we're the Drake one. It, it feels like in the last three years, Drake has made 18 songs, and that will be. Can you turn off the notification? Sorry. Sound? I well, it's. I don't know. You just tell her you're recording for an hour, and you're gonna go see her. I did. Like, we're, we're dealing with some printing issues. Um. Yeah. It seems like Drake made like 18 songs, and the world all collectively agreed like these are the songs that we're all going to listen. To. Right. Like they have to be everywhere. Right. And you know, I don't think he's bad, but it's just I'm not gonna like go listen to Drake like at home. I've already listened to him plenty out in the world. Right, not exactly. By my choice. That's the thing. He's in CVS, so yeah. you don't need him at home. Yeah. Uh, okay. Do you want to hear Jimmy about um, the ten weepiest TV moments of 2018? Yes, absolutely. Yeah, isn't that fun? I'm getting so you know. I, I was like, okay, best of lists. Who's got the market cornered on this fucking thing? Vulture.com. Probably their whole staff spends like three months of the year just thinking of this, yeah. right? Those guys, they're f- such fucking nerds for weepy I TV. know, it's crazy. I mean, listen to some of these. I, I, Best of t- 2018 is like a whole, you know, section. And I've scrolled quickly down the, the website here and I'm seeing at least 50 different lists. And then there's an option to load more. So, got to think a couple hundred like fucking lists that they were working on. So, here's, you know, best albums of 2018. Best comics of 2018. Okay, that's fine. Um, here are John Waters' 10 favorite films of 2018. Okay. That's on... Wait, Vulture. I thought we were com. doing the weepy moment. I'm just reading like oh, different okay. ones. They, yeah. they're, they're obsessed with top 10. Yeah. They're like a double Chris Rock, these people. I know, it's crazy. Um, other ones are like the 10 best video games. Okay, fine. Uh, 10 best stand-up specials. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I mean, how many stand-up specials yeah. were there? What the do you say? You say movies. Nanette. You say mm-hmm. uh, uh, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I can't name you very much. It's all after that. It's the just a bunch of the bad. exact same thing. Yeah, and what, all, are you gonna say like suck. Pete Holmes? Yeah. I mean, I don't know. Does it's Vulture it. still like Pete Holmes, or is Vulture know. turned on Pete? Is he Holmes? me too? Uh, I, 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 I think probably. Yeah, the ten hottest movie dads of 2018. Hot movie dads. Um, the ten hottest movie dads. Well, they're zads at this point, right? Right. So I thought, okay, ten weepiest TV moments, twenty eighteen. That's something that we all like to watch as weepy TV moments. And oh I'm yeah. Sure Jimmy saw lots. Maybe like Dre and Bo's separation starts to feel very real on Blackish. Okay, I don't. I didn't watch the show, but okay. Well, did you watch any Shit's Creek? No, but I've heard it. I've heard it's good. I've heard that's good too. Yeah. Um. Let's just keep skipping. Jane the Virgin, the Fosters. Yeah, no. No. Oh, okay. Um, the Haunting of Hill House comes in at number five. What moment? I watched that. Um, let's. Uh, I bet it's Luke. Yeah, it's uh, the haunt. I learned a secret. There is no without. Yeah, uh, I don't. I don't remember what that means. But. Let me see. Oh yeah, Nell appears to her siblings in the red room and tells them what they need to hear. It's at the finale. Oh god, that's a terrible the finale. finale. <laughs> No, you got to go with Luke. It was very Luke. boring. You yeah, the go Luke with Luke. stuff. Is, there yeah. was like a couple of episodes in the middle that were very good, but yeah. the finale is dumb. One day at a time. No. No, I don't watch that here. It's good. You know, the Americans. To... Uh, no, you watched that, right? You watch it too, right? I thought. Oh. Um, 
Well, <laughs> I thought you watched it. No, I I don't. I hear Philip it's great. and Elizabeth pay the price for their double lives. I won't explain because it's a good show and you should watch it. Well, I understand they're Russian spies. Yeah, and they have families, but the families don't know. So, right. what the prices do you think they pay? And that's a good premise. <laughs> this is us. Jack dies. Well, that show's just built for weeping. I know. Well, so this is this this is number two, and it's titled "Jack Dies Ruins Candy Bars." Oh damn! I. I'm not sure how that how that ruin candy bars. I don't know, but I'm sure many of our listeners are big. Did uh, he get blood heads? on Snickers? Maybe. Everyone was planning to eat all these candy bars. Jack just happened to die. Right. Uh, yeah. Turn their stomach. Perhaps you, dear listener, watched this and are now taking a moment to reminisce upon Jack and maybe cry a little bit. And hopefully, you're eating. A Let candy me tell bar. you a story about Jack and the candy. Just a couple of things we liked on This Is Us. <laughs> and the number one Blanca and Pray Tell duet at an AIDS ward from the show Pose. I don't think anyone saw that. Anyway, that's the top 10 TV moments, uh, weepiest TV moments of 2018. Okay, okay. I, th- I think I saw two of those. I think I saw uh, one. I think one of those. One of those. Um, you didn't do a lot of crying last year, did you? Um, let's see. I guess not a TV. Uh, I'm trying to think if there were any movies or anything that made me cry. Must have been. I mean, there must have been, right? Yeah. Well, how about the highest grossing films of uh, 2018? Okay, yeah. Stepping from TV to film. I'm I'm gonna say we'll have seen more of these than the the weepy moments. Okay. Uh, Going from number 10 up. (coughs) Solo, A Star Wars Story. Saw it. I saw it as well. Did not cry. Uh no, did not cry. Ant Man and the Wasp did not see it. You're not a you're you're pretty anti these uh, superhero Very anti. films. So I saw none of them in the last ten years, but then I saw the the um, Avengers one where he kills everybody. So I've only seen that one. That one? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And um, I, it, to me, it's the worst thing that's ever happened to American culture. <laughs> Why did you see it? I thought it would be funny. Okay, uh, Ant Man and the Wasp. I saw on the plane yeah. going from uh, New York to Washington State oh. right before Christmas. So I right saw, under the wire. I saw Solo on the plane. Oh, okay. So both so far, both of these is plane movies. Yeah, I saw Solo in theaters. Uh, uh, what do you think of that one? You know, whatever. Who gives a Not shit? Good. I mean, it was fine. I don't care. I thought it was bad. Yeah, but it, who cares? Yeah. <laughs> good point. Uh, <laughs> uh, number eight, Mission Impossible Fallout. I saw that one. I, I did not cry. I did not see that one. Did cry. Because <laughs> I missed it. Damn it. Uh, but do you li- I don't think you like those movies. Um, You know, I haven't seen many of them. I saw the one where he climbs the tower. Oh, yeah. That was like three, I think. And four? I thought the four. Uh, four, I think. Yeah. Four or five. Ghost even. Protocol. Um, I I thought the, the cool big stunt was cool, but almost everything else was like, and I think that was maybe a that movie specific problem, but like it just had like no discernible, interesting plot. Like it was just yeah. like. The stunt was amazing, and then everything else was just like we're we're watching like Jeremy Renner like fumble with a flash drive for forty five minutes. Well, they have a uh, the sexy babe who kills people, and that one's fun. Uh, They have a good villain in that one. That's not the Philip Seymour Hoffman one. That's the first. No, no, no. It's like I want to say he's like Beta Mads Mikkelsen. Do you know what I'm talking about? Uh, Beta Mads Mikkelsen. Yeah, (laughs) here I'll pull him up. Uh, I are you sure it's not just Mads Mikkelsen? No, it's not. He is it like, like is it like um, Stellan Skarsgård or no. someone like that? Let me pull him up. He looks like a, he just looks like a 
Mads Mikkelsen was like watered down. <laughs> I don't want to um, be rude. Michael? Oh no, not not him. Uh, fuck, what's his Jared name? Harris? He's the villain in one of those movies, right? Uh, <laughs> trying to think. Well, no, it's not pulling. You want me to look it up? Mission yeah, sure. Impossible: Ghost Protocol. I'm just trying to see this guy's name. He's just not coming up on my little list. Maybe he wasn't in this one. May- Am I wrong about him being in this one? Now are we going to have to look up the villain of every Mission Impossible <laughs> movie? Mission Impossible villain. Maybe we could find a top 10 Mission Impossible villains. Uh-huh. Uh, What's his fucking name? Oh, I think it's Michael Nyquist. He's the guy. No, not him. Are you sure? Yeah. Um, I'm going to look at He's in Ghost sources. Protocol. Yeah, but I might be wrong about and him. And he's like a, a Swedish guy, like Mads Mikkelsen. Yeah. This guy's a British guy, I think. But I think no, this is the guy you're talking about, right? He's a Mads Mikkelsen type. I might be thinking of him. I think you are. I think I'm thinking of He's him. He's the guy from the original um, Growth the Dragon Tattoo movies, the yeah. ones in uh, in Swedish or whatever. Okay, yeah, May- I, yeah, I'm thinking of him then. Michael Nyquist. Yeah. Yeah. So he's you know, a, he's a down Mads beta Mads Mikkelsen. Mads Mikkelsen. Yeah. <laughs> all Absolutely. Right, keep going on this fucking list. Uh, all right, you got Jumanji. Uh, Welcome to the Jungle. People saw that. It was a a huge hit. It was the really? number seven highest grossing movie of uh, 2018. Huge. Well, that, but I, biggest yeah. comedy hit of the year. Mm. Uh, people loved it. I hear uh, Jack Black is a revelation. <laughs> cool. Uh, no, I don't. I've never even seen the original Jumanji. Well, that's a, that makes me cry. That I haven't seen. Yeah, it? really. Yeah, it's good. I mean, <laughs> I come on, it's a classic. I, you know, it's, I just missed it. I, I saw a lot of Robin Williams movies. Well, you know as a what? Kid, miss me with that. Is that a is that a twenty eighteen phrase? Twenty eighteen. That's yeah. a huge twenty eighteen. Yeah. Miss me with that bullshit. Yeah. Miss was, me with that bullshit. <laughs> it's like Drake of Post Malone. <laughs> yeah. Post Malone featuring Drake would make the world. That would burn. break the internet. Yeah. That would break the internet. All right. All going. right. We got number six. Doctor Seuss's The Grinch. People saw that even more than they saw Jumanji. Which is crazy because I feel like Jumanji, I remember people like kind of being into. Like uh, not like not that it, it was not that it got like good reviews necessarily, but like I do kind of remember Jumanji being a little bit of a hit. Was Jumanji a remake or a, a sequel? I think it's like a side sequel. It's it's a video game instead of a board okay. game. But it doesn't have like any of the original characters. So it's like one of those things where it's like they just changed it a little bit. Yeah. And okay. but it's like I think probably they're saying it's a connected universe where it's like, oh, you know, Jumanji was like a franchise. Uh, okay. They had a board game and then they turned it into a oh, video game. That would be my best guess. Uh, yeah, I don't know. The Grinch, I mean, I guess we're. I guess it's not our demograph. Uh, the weirdest thing about that movie is, you know, Benedict Cumberbatch does the voice of the Grinch. Uh-huh. And he just does like a standard issue American accent in it. <laughs> he just goes like, hi, I'm the Grinch. Really? And it's like you're Benedict Cumberbatch. Like you have this like, <laughs> distinct you are smaug the dragon yeah like like just make the grinch british yeah. if you're gonna cast benedict cumberbatch yeah, 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 yeah he just does a voice where you never know it's benedict cumberbatch <laughs> and all of the rest of the of the who's are american but he's this nasty british man who right but that would, that would be great yeah, it would be like would uh, be cool. pierce morgan or I think something. Be, yeah yeah i agree <laughs> uh all right number five deadpool 2 did not see it me Did neither. Never saw the original Deadpool. I've seen I've seen like forty five minutes of it on like cable. Yeah, which as I understand is the best way to watch it. I, I, it kind of is. You know what they did? You know they um, just recently released a PG thirteen rated Deadpool two. Uh, okay. 
And what they did, this is not a joke, uh, is they recut it to have Fred Savage, who played the, well, you know who yeah, Fred Savage is, looking but he, he played the little boy in The Princess Bride. Yeah. They recut it as a Princess Bride parody where Fred Savage, has, or where Deadpool has taken Fred Savage hostage and is making him read the print, read Deadpool aloud to Fred Savage, like the grandpa in The Princess Bride. You've seen The Princess Bride, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. So he's like forcing him at gunpoint to listen to him tell the story of Deadpool. But every time there's a violent scene or a uh-huh. swear word, Fred Savage goes like, I can't say that. Yeah, exactly. Bizarre. Uh, that's, what do you mean they recut it? So they had all this footage they, and they were like, well, we're going to do this instead. No, no. Like it was, they put out Deadpool 2 mm-hmm. like over the summer or yeah. whatever. Big hit, number five grossing yeah. film of all time, R-rated. And then they were like, let's make some more money off of this. And like a month ago, okay. re-released it in theaters as Deadpool 2 Kids Edition. <laughs> That's very cool and awesome. <laughs> uh, number four, Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom. Did not see it, did not cry. I did see it. Did you cry? No, I did not cry. Um, I thought it was very bad. And Very, I, but I did not see Jurassic World. <clears throat> I'm familiar with the Jurassic Park franchise, okay. but I did not see the direct prequel to mm-hmm. this one. Incredibles two, number three, did not see it. Probably would have cried. I did see it. Don't think I cried. Maybe got a little teary eyed. Those movies, those should movies, make you cry. Hey, well, Incredibles two doesn't really have that moment in it to me. Like I, I've certainly cried at your at your Toy Stories or right. your. Up, don't get me started. Oh, those first ten minutes. <laughs> um, number two is the aforementioned Infinger's Avenity War. I did see it, and I cried at the state of American cinema. I m- maybe already mentioned this on the podcast, but I saw I um, was in Europe. Mm-hmm. Ever heard of it? <laughs> and I Amsterdam. Uh, no, uh, Brussels. Okay. But I just flown in on a red eye, uh. and my host and I didn't sleep at all on the flight. And you went to go see a Marvel movie. Well, listen, my hostel. Uh, w- I couldn't check into my hostel until three p.m. And, and I had thought, a bunch of bags. I yeah. couldn't even leave my bags at the hostel. Mm-hmm. I was dead tired. Mm-hmm. Really needed to just like drop my bags off and like have a two-hour nap or mm-hmm. whatever, and then I would be good. Yeah, couldn't do that. It was like 10 a.m. Uh-huh. So I went and paid a ticket for Avengers Infinity War, but it was not like no, not dubbed. It was dubbed into French and no subtitles in English. Okay. I don't speak a lick of French. I set my bags down next to me, fell asleep for two and a half hours, got up and left. And then I didn't <laughs> even need my nap. I just dropped the stuff off at the hospital and I was fine. Tell me that's a bad idea. No, it's the best possible way to view that movie. Exactly. Every like 30 minutes I would wake up and it would be like Chris Pratt going like, (laughs) my daddy or whatever. (laughs) No, no, no. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. If like, it's not a finger. And and then I was out and done. That's kind of fun. I can't sleep like that in movies though. Too loud. I, I, if it weren't in French, I think I wouldn't be able to, but it just, it became just like, it just looks like a lullaby. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. I just like had like a big coat on over me. Uh-huh. I was just, just asleep. People could have stolen my bags for <laughs> sure. Yeah. Um, all right. Number one, highest grossing film of 2018 is black Panther. Wow. Okay. I did see it. You did see it. Yeah. I didn't see it. It was good. It was better than your average. I mean, it was like, it was top tier 
Marvel movie. Yeah. Which is not, you know, mm-hmm. uh, still is the death of American cinema. Right. But is is enjoyable. Uh, yeah, it's more superhero shit. No, thank you. Miss me with that. <laughs> Do you want to know about the 21 best comedies of 2018? Yeah. What kind of comedies are we talking? Um, it's looking like movies as I'm scrolling. Jeez, okay, just blockers and then throw them all out. Okay, and all a lot of these are, well, no, I mean, most of them are, okay. Wait, what is this, them. Paste Magazine? This is Harper's Bazaar. Oh, okay. That's a good one. I bet Book Club makes the list. It's a bit woke, we'll see. Do you want to, let's go in reverse order? Sure. Okay. Assuming they did, yeah, they, they must have put these in reverse order, because number one is much better than number 21 probably is. Number 21 being The Spy Who Dumped Me. Okay. Um, Mila Kunis and Kate McKinnon. Did you see uh, this Yeah. One? No, I didn't see it, but I remember I remember it coming out. Mm-hmm. Uh, heard it wasn't that funny, but like a, a decent little action movie. Yeah. Some of these don't seem like they, they're like witty, but not, I wouldn't put them in the comedy category, you know? Like Ocean's 8. Well, that that, that one is a comedy. I it's think. a clever caper comedy, would you say? I, I would say so. I think, okay. I think all the Ocean's movies do fully except maybe oceans 12 mm-hmm. all are fully comedies life of the party at 19 no idea what that is that's a melissa mccarthy thing i think that one came and went uh probably didn't make any money sure didn't see it on the top 10 list, i mean honestly and this is no comment on any of these movies but like if you're seeing a 20 top 20 comedies with the way that studios rare really don't make that many comedies no, anymore you're gonna kind of you're gonna scrape you need to make this a top 10 list or maybe a top five list well we'll get to the top five and you'll see uh, how many of them you could even like sort of describe as like a comedy instead of like this keep going yeah okay so these are like low down they're like fully comedies but not but they also suck yeah uh, uh blockers i don't know what blockers. block is. that's why i said blockers number one and out best comedy of the year really yeah hell yeah absolutely is it good a sex Very comedy funny. for the emoji age starring john cena what else could you want <laughs> i mean are you kidding Sign me, me a sex comedy for the emoji age starring john cena <laughs> yes it's uh, a great movie it's about three parents who are trying to stop their daughters from losing their virginity blockers that's the, oh, the poster oh, had a a chicken yeah. and then blockers. Next oh, to it. I'm all in. I'm all in. It's great. Thing. And then it, and it's sex positive by the end of it. It's it's not you know it's not like yeah. slut shaming okay. them. It's it, you've got a hilarious turn by Ike Barinholtz. <laughs> he won me over. The hearts and minds of America were finally won over by Ike Barinholtz. Uh. Sure, others watched the Mindy Project for years. I didn't. No, I was never a mad TV person. I was vaguely aware of this guy, yeah. Ike Barinholtz. Everybody loves him. But 2018 was the year that Blockers won this guy over to <laughs> Ike Barinholtz. <laughs> he might be the best year of all time. It might be. Number Next. 17, Flower. Don't don't know what that is. Uh, Incredibles two at sixteen. Okay, it's yeah. the it's the, what the sixth best or the sixth highest grossing movie, but it's only yeah. sixteenth best comedy film. Brad Bird is a wizard. <laughs> Number uh, yes. fifteen, damsel. Yes. I don't know. Oh wait, he's is. like a, he, is he like an alt right guy now? No, he's not right. Brad Bird. He's got some weird shit. Um, people read a like um sort of Anne Randian thing okay. into his his work. I think I think it's I think he's like a little bit of a um. Uh, he is he is someone who like values exceptionalism, right? I think it, I think the like storytelling mechanisms of movies tend to like turn a vague idea about exceptionalism into something that feels more like people read exact uh, read. Ant, have you seen Ratatouille? Yes. Do you think that's Anne Randian? <laughs> no. 
But people read an Ayn Randian thing into it that it's like, I don't even know. I don't even know. Yeah. Okay. But yeah. Well, Brad Bird is an alt-right guy now. 15, Damsel. Never heard of it. Don't know. Uh, 14, Game Night. We are finally at our first Jason I- Bateman vehicle. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, though, honestly, I doubt that Jason Bateman made more than two comedies this year. And for a while there, he was making like 16 comedies a year. Six, but now he's, he's in now the he's Ozark, Ozark game. Yeah, yeah he's yeah. Mr. Ozark guy. <laughs> This uh, one has Rachel McAdams and Jason Bateman rolling the dice on a mystery comedy with more action than a Michael Bay flick. Do you watch Ozark? Uh, I watched the first season, and I think I got halfway through the second. Okay. I don't watch it, but I was thinking about it because I watched Black Klansman the other night, uh, and there's like some actors in it who play white supremacists. Yeah. And I know on Ozark, there's a guy who has done some episodes of the TV show mm-hmm. I work for that played a white supremacist on... Oh, maybe, maybe I shouldn't say that. Never mind. <laughs> oh, because he's not coming they out yet? Not... <laughs> okay. It's all right. It doesn't matter. <laughs> I can guess who it is, and I can guess what the plot lines My are. My point... No, you can't guess any of the plot lines or whatever. My point is he doesn't play... <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> Nobody listens to this podcast. <laughs> um, my point is like how weird it must be for people like that who just like constantly get cast as white supremacists. Yeah. And course. probably aren't, but and like they rich know that niche. Yeah. Yeah. You just got a face that screams, I want to be in the KKK. You right, know? exactly. That's rough. Number 13, Blind Spotting. I saw this film. Uh, I did not. Heard it was good. Is it a comedy? Not, it's not It's not a comedy. It's it's comedy in so far as probably, you know, Flower is. Uh, not having seen Flower and judging the fuck right. out of it. Probably like what Damsel is. There's some funny stuff, but it's a very serious movie about gentrification. Yeah. <laughs> David Diggs. Hamilton. That's right. He's great. Number 12, Can You Ever Forgive Me? Uh, That's the Melissa McCarthy one. Not a comedy, right? Or is it? It doesn't look like a comedy from the still that I'm seeing. It's like about like, it's about the woman. I don't know what it is exactly, but it's her. and Leah Israel. It's like a very, it's about like crushing loneliness is my understanding. (laughs) The name does not scream laugh out loud comedy. Who's Leah Israel? Uh, me, uh, I'm gonna Google to see if I'm thinking the right movie. Lee Israel. Is that the director or the writer? Um, that's the person who is, this is based on, based on a true story. Comedy drama film, according to Wikipedia, mm-hmm. biographical. Yeah, it's about some like scam artist or something like that. Yeah, maybe I'll check this one out. Yeah, she forged letters with deceased authors and playwrights. From deceased authors and playwrights, it's supposed to be good. Okay, well, maybe I'll watch it. Maybe I'll watch all these. Yeah, tonight. Next. <laughs> the Party, a black and white film. No idea what that is. I mean, I'm familiar with the black and white film starring, uh, what's his name, uh, Inspector Clouseau called The Party from 50 years ago. Oh. This is not that. What's his name? Um, Peter Sellers. Oh, there's a film called The Party. Is it an update? It's- I wonder good it's a good movie it's not in black and white it's it's a good movie except that he plays an indian the whole time oh that's but it's like i watched it as a kid and it's like it was one it was one of my favorite movies Mm -hmm. but it's also (laughs) oh no oh peter sellers yeah 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 brown face that's not good no uh number 10 tully Never heard of it. I know what that is. That stars uh, Charlize Theron. That's right. As a young, or not young, sorry, Charlize, mm-hmm. mother. <laughs> um, 
It's a Diablo Cody movie? Yeah, I believe a Jason Reitman flick. So close to Jason Bateman. Almost got That's there. That's true, and equally mediocre. <laughs> Number nine, Black Klansman. Okay. Was it? It's a comedy. Yeah? yeah, it's a comedy. Yeah, sure. Um, it's a, uh, yeah, were, there, I, were there eight comedies better than it this year? Maybe not. Mm-hmm. It seems like it was pretty good. I, didn't, I was supposed to see it. I didn't see it, though. It's, it's a mixed bag, but it's, but it's very enjoyable. Okay. Uh, number eight, eighth grade. And they're putting that in there because it's number eight. Yeah, it's true. Come on. Uh, I saw eighth grade uh, while I was home over Christmas with mm-hmm. my family. Seems uh, like it's all you did was watch movies. Well, I think I, I watched one on the plane, watched one at home with my family, and, and maybe one watched on the one back. in the theaters. Uh-huh. No, I did not watch one on the plane back. I had a very strange experience on the plane back. You want to hear about it? Sure. Not in a bad way. There were no terrorists or anything. <laughs> okay, uh, good. <laughs> no, I uh, I just no. I'm normally very like get on the plane, have headphones in, or read a book or whatever. Don't talk to my seatmates. Like, I mean, not like to a rude degree, but just like that's generally yeah. how people. If you're traveling alone, how people are. That's how this flight started, and then we had this flight attendant who was like maybe like sixty years old, like bright, cheery lady, who just like started talking to the person next to me and like they she asked it, the person next to me asked if they had like grapefruit juice or Are something. Are you in the aisle? I'm on the aisle. Okay. Uh three three seater, you know, on mm-hmm. each side. Um uh, asked if she, if they had like grapefruit juice and she was like, "No, we don't. I'm sorry. Do you want some vodka?" And the lady next to me was like, "Oh, no. I'm I'm good. Thank you though." <laughs> and then she was like, "Are you sure? I'll just give it to you." And I was just there, and I was like, I'd take some. <laughs> and then she was like, sure, and gave me some. And then the lady next to me was like, all right, fine, I'll have some. But uh, you have to take, like, half of mine. And I was like, okay, yeah, whatever. And then it just started this relationship for the rest of the flight. Eventually, window seat got in on the action, too, where this lady, we just, like, were her favorite people. Yeah. Like, she just kept sneaking us nips of of alcohol. Why? And, and at one point, it was just like, you want, like, a free sandwich? And we're like, sure. <laughs> I mean, I guess. And so she just gave us sandwiches. Uh, I don't know why. Like, like, uh, like an hour or so into it, when this was already happening, I was wearing the hat from the show I work on, mm-hmm. and she did. She like asked about that. She was like, "Are you watching that?" And I was like, "No, I work on it." But so she didn't like. But so then we like started talking about that more, and that became a thing. But then this because partially because we were all drinking, but mostly because. The lady was like engaging us in conversation. Me and our three seatmates talk for like three hours on the flight just about everything, yeah. like what we do, where we live, all this stuff. The lady will come around with a little nip of of like rum or whatever, and she just she walks from behind. I feel something on my shoulder, and it's a little nip, and she's like, "Oh, here comes Peter Cottontail. <laughs> here comes Peter Cottontail." I don't know. <laughs> Oh, the best part was so it's JetBlue, which may explain some of this. They like to have fun. Yeah, sure. Um, at the end of the flight, JetBlue does a thing where they come around with hot towels. Like, really? Yeah. Even okay. I mean, I obviously was not in like first class. This is in coach. You know, just they're like little wet naps that mm-hmm. are hot. So she that one other flight attendant comes around, gives us all our hot towels. Uh, you know, you wipe your hands off, whatever, put them on your face if you want. I don't know what you're supposed to do with a hot towel. Uh, but so then we finished ours and then our friend, the flight attendant comes and the girl who's on the window seat is like lean forward on her computer or something. Mm -hmm. And she goes like, tell her, tell her to lean back. And I was like, Oh, is she talking about like lean her for chair for her? I was just like, uh, she says lean, lean back. And so the girl like leans back 
And then the flight attendant picks up a hot towel and goes, watch this, and throws it, and it sticks to the wall next to the window, and then, like, slides down the wall. She goes, pretty cool, right? And walks off. This person's insane. It was already drunk, I bet. I don't, I don't know. I, I don't, she didn't seem drunk to me. I, my, my theory is that she just, like, has been working for a long time and yeah. just, like, entertains herself. Right, now. yeah. That she always finds some group, because we were, like, we were all three, like, pretty young. Uh-huh. Like, I think she could tell we were all, like, separate from each other. I think yeah. she just, like, f- gravitates to one sure, row yeah. and does this. Yeah. That's my that's my. How guess. many drinks did you, she give you guys? I mean, not, not that many. I think I could have gotten more. I think I had three. Okay. And she did that. So probably gave away, like, 80 bucks worth of, like, liquor and sandwiches. Yeah. Oh, and she would do the thing. You know, they have, like, the little scanner thing that they yeah. scan your card with. Yeah. She, was, she would just, like, pull it out. And she, like, took, like, the sandwich that she'd set down on my thing. She's like, oh, we got to, like, go through the motions, right? Picks up the sandwich. Just goes, beep, beep, beep. I'll just scan the sandwich <laughs> on here, like, where the card goes. It's like, oh, cool, cool credit card. Wow. That's anyway, a, that's grade fun. was Yeah, it was fun. Eighth grade was good. Uh, co- barely a comedy, but... Good. Is that the one? who did, who made that? Bo Burnham. <clears throat> yeah. Number seven. Sorry to bother you. I saw Didn't that movie. It. it was good. Heard it was good. I actually think it was really good. You actually think it was really good? I, wow. think, I thought it was very good. Wow. It was cool. It was great. I liked it. I think it was good. Number six. Vice. Oh god. I'm gonna see that. I hear it's terrible. Really? Yeah. A terrible how? Um, in the it, uh, I, 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 the the best thing I saw. This is not. This is more a broad thing, but a comment about Adam McKay that some reviewer said is like Adam McKay stopped making great American films the minute he decided he needed to make great American films. Okay, that it's. But it also just like the thesis of the movie is that like Dick Cheney and all of those people are like literally soulless, heartless mm-hmm. people who like have no moral compass, mm-hmm. and it's just like okay, I get that, but like. That's not tr- like they had. They do. They were guided by some sort of thing. Right. It's. I would be more interested in seeing their like flawed logic, but also it just ta- apparently. I don't want to spoil. I don't want to yeah. make them. I want to. I, I still want to see. Okay. <clears throat> just stay for the post mid credit scene because that's apparently an abomination. Really? I can tell you what it is. It wouldn't spoil the movie. Sure. But, yeah. What is it? So basically, earlier in the movie, there's a sequence where. Um, they're like focus grouping like the weapons of mass destruction thing or something like they have people and mm-hmm. they're like what would you think if we said weapons of mass destruction and so you meet these like people in the focus group and then it goes mid credit scene they're like focus grouping the movie mm-hmm. and it's these two guys and one's like I thought it had a liberal bias and the other guy's like no you know life has a liberal bias I think they should have gone harder against these guys mm-hmm. or whatever and it's like these two guys arguing, and then it like cuts to this girl on the side who's just like this hot girl who's just like, I don't really care about this movie. I'd rather see Fast and Furious. And then it cuts to black. And it's just like Adam McKay just being like, I'm too smart for yeah, the, yeah. the viewing public. Yeah. When he's just made like a stupid movie that doesn't say anything uh, about yeah. our current political situation. Well, yeah, it seems like it's some he's, it seems like he's really trying to mine like winky sort of uh, humor that's not reverential of how serious the things that he's talking about are like it's like he made the margot robbie bathtub scene yeah. in uh, uh 
the big short. It's like Margot Robbie bathtub scene in the movie. Yeah. Kind of. Yeah. What if they made the whole movie out of the Margot yeah. Robbie bathtub scene? Uh, that's a joke structure I'm overusing these days. Is that that's a that's a black box joke structure? What if they made the whole plan out of black yeah. box? Yeah. What if uh, doing a lot what, for some reason. Uh, what what about this as a tweet? What if they made the whole Netflix out of the bird box? <laughs> Number five, mid nineties. Should I tweet Just, that? Sure, yeah. <laughs> yeah, do it. And then I'll tell people that it was actually my idea and and everyone should like it. Okay, (laughs) I I think I got at least 40% of that idea in there. Uh, Oh, oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah, no, I'll just go. We'll try and, you know, juice the likes on it. Right. Uh, And you're doing it from your computer. Wow. I don't think I've ever tweeted from my computer. I'm going to do this then. From my computer, I'll retweet it. It's Wait, it's why don't they make, right? Why don't they make? Why don't they make the whole Netflix out of the bird box? You think this will get any likes? I don't think the problem is, is it, it's it. You have to have a uh, black box or plain. no. You have to have like a like a inflection. Like why don't they make the whole Netflix right? Like, so it would work. Should I just record myself <laughs> saying it? Here, I'm gonna just take a quick here. You you take a quick video of me. I'll have uh-huh. the mic up here. Okay. Uh, we'll see which one gets more likes. I guess I'll just uh, well I'll tweet it as a reply. Okay. All right. Uh. Do I just press it once, I think? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Why don't they make the whole Netflix out of the bird box? Let me do one more take of it. Okay. Maybe Is that... less Seinfeld. Well, okay. Why don't they make the whole Netflix out of the bird box? Okay, yeah. Feel like that, ready? All right. You know, why don't they make the whole Netflix out of the bird box? <laughs> All right, that was good. Okay, we'll do that one. So I'm going to... I'm gonna... Just uh, tweet. Did you? Is this notification you retweeting it? Yeah. Okay. No, no, I liked or it. Or liked it. Oh, so okay. I think, um, how should we do this then? Oh, you know what? Yeah, I'll retweet this and say, um, everyone liked this tweet. Um, and then, oh, hold on. Everyone like this tweet or the follow up. T- which one do you like better? Is it good? How about that? Yeah, that's good. <laughs> All right. And uh, try not to put too much blank space in here. Uh, uh, I'm just I, typing. This is the inflection. Yeah, that, that you should be reading. I, that you should be. <clears throat> Great. Okay. Next, in the comedy list. Okay. I just I just did a retweet. Pretty simple. Um, let's see. Uh, Mid nineties. Um. Didn't see it, sort of want to see it. I heard it's problematic. Uh, yeah, I believe Jonah Hill likes writing characters saying the N-word. Does he? I, I, I thought that was what the problematic thing was. That it's There's like, also like sexual abuse that's yeah. like made light of. Or mm, like, something like that. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, I, that, t- that movie to me is... I, I have very little time in my life for Jonah Hill. <laughs> I don't necessarily disagree. Yeah. I don't necessarily. I don't, he's not I, in it. He I, just made it. I know, but I just like the a movie that like a extremely privileged LA kid yeah. makes about like a black youth. It, like it's just I just yeah. when you know where Jonah Hill comes from, it 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 just I don't care. Yeah. I don't care. I I'm not gonna fight you. I don't that. care about him putting big fake teeth in and doing no. something in a movie. I don't care about Maniac. I don't care oh, about Oh Maniac, I don't care about I there's like I just I can't remember the last time I cared about anything that Jonah Hill did. And if the harder he tries, the less I care. In a exactly. Way. I wanna just I want him to just just say some dumb line in a gem yeah. gem up a bow movie. 
Hey, got our first like from Will Hines. Will Hines. Okay. Just to the reply. Just to the video reply. So that's so far one for you. Okay, cool. Uh, number four, All About Nina. Never I have even heard of it. no idea what that is. I have never, ever even heard of I don't, this I don't once. even know who Nina is. Yeah. Fuck that. It's apparently the fourth best comedy of the year, though. Third best being Paddington 2. Paddington 2 is a miracle and should be nominated <laughs> for Best Picture. It should win Best Picture. About? Paddington 2 is one of the best films of this century. <laughs> I'm not fucking with you at all. Paddington 1 is a very good movie. Paddington 2 is a masterpiece. Will, I am not kidding. <laughs> it says it's sweeter than marmalade. Well, marmalade is, has a bit of a bitter aftertaste to it, so that I, I'm not surprised by that. Why is this so good? Why are you so It's into an this? amazing movie. <laughs> We got another like coming in. Let's at... see who it is. Kevin Flynn. Okay. That's uh, a freebie, though. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he liked both yeah. of them. Okay. Um, Sweet of the Marmalade, Peter K- Paul King's second adventure featuring the Browns and their bear. What is this crap? Oh, my God. <laughs> well, if you, if you watch it in the next week, and we can record next week's episode just talking just about... Just talking about Paddington? Just because you... you, you uh, I'll say I think it's an amazing movie. I'll watch it again. <laughs> And if you if you hate it, we talk about you hate it. If you dislike, if you like it, bear's face in the still photograph. Dude, watch it. Listen to him talk. <laughs> pull up a video of Patty. Here, I'll, I'll pull up. Yeah, you get we, It'll be clock. on here. All right. Uh, <laughs> I can't. It's just the it's fucking a, face on this bear. He's wearing a hat. It's a miracle. Uh, let's see. Trying to find a good when clip here. When did you here. see it? When did this come out? I it came it out good. early in the year. Yeah, of course you heard it's good. It's one of the masterpieces. Uh, I just want to make sure. Oh, this this scene is good. I don't know how much he talks in it, but I saw it. I saw it only a few months ago. Who's uh, who's playing him? Uh, fucking Ben, ben Wishaw. No, but you're ben close. Ben Ben Wishaw. Oh, I'm not the barber. I just tidy up. Yeah, well, that's all I want. Tidy up the back and size, nothing off the top. Yes, but no, but come on, man, chop chop. <laughs> if you say so, sir. Listen to that voice. He threw the scissors though. He's clumsy. He gets okay. he he gets he gets into messes. Did, the animation's making me like frightened. <laughs> He's gonna mess this like, guy's hair up. Yeah, he is. <laughs> he like, that. is. <laughs> it's it's whimsical and and fun. No man, sleeping. He's not talking very much. No, that that's probably all he's gonna talk in this scene. But we're gonna watch the rest of the scene. Would you mind if I call you I think I may be about to shave a customer. Oh, thank goodness. Just putting you on hold. Oh my god. Only a haircut, Nelson. There's nothing to be afraid of. <laughs> the bear hit the window. Bear hit the window. Well, and it's sticking else. to the window somehow. Yeah. And l- just like the hot, the hot towel, towel yeah. it's sliding down things. I Jesus. think that probably sold you on the idea of an episode about Paddington next week. <laughs> Got two. a few more likes. Okay. Uh, Patrick Feehan uh-huh. and... Uh, someone named Nathan. Nathan. I don't know who this is, but um, uh, but okay, yeah, Maybe they don't follow. Oh, follow they do follow you. me. Well, well, don't. <laughs> we don't Sorry, to Nathan. Podcast. 
Private Life, number two. Paul that Giamatti. Is, uh, Paul Giamatti and Catherine, Catherine Hahn, I believe. Yeah. Netflix film. Heard it's good. I have heard it's good. I didn't think it was funny. I didn't think it was. I think I think it's a comedy. I think it's a like comedy in the vein of like an Alexander Payne film or something okay. like that. Maybe. Speaking of... Maybe it is an Alexander Payne film. I don't know. Well, speaking of directors with a very, very crystal Wait, clear let me, tone don't, don't give it don't tip it but tell me more i mean give me more hints thinking of speaking of a director with a very very established and crystal clear tone this is an isle of dogs is it no <laughs> okay uh that i think that might have come out in 2017 i uh, maybe yeah i don't know uh otherwise pff, fucking chewing <laughs> yeah um and <clears throat> also speaking of british stuff and also speaking of directors i can't who... believe it's not paddington <laughs> <laughs> well it was three that's big, big up that smashed black clansman destroyed uh, it yeah um it's uh do you guess do you have a guess british director no no no, no. british, british film. stuff british stuff very specific uh, it's not mary poppins returns no that one didn't even crack, crack the top the 21 uh i don't know yorgos lanthimos oh my god the did you favorite. see this did you I see did. this I did too. I enjoyed it very much. And you've liked every Yorgos joint, haven't you? No, I hated no, you the hated killing, killing of a sacred, sacred deer. deer. Yeah. Okay. I love the lobster. Right. I think that's a great movie. Uh, I've not seen the lobster. <laughs> I hated the killing of a sacred deer. Yeah. I thought the favorite was much better than killing of a sacred deer. You should watch Still the lobster. Still didn't love it. Okay. Still didn't love it. Watch I should watch. I'll watch the lobster. I it's just good. I the the things that I liked about the favorite were not Yorgos. I I thought all the perform I that because in killing a sacred deer. Everybody gives a wackadoodle performance yeah, it's so that's so stilted. I liked how they were able to push against the Yorgosness of it and yeah. still give interesting. Well, the Yorgosness of it is well, that's like pure distilled into the lobsters, like pure Yorgos. But it's a it's a sci-fi movie that's like so it's more tolerable. In, it's much in more tolerable. And in, yeah. in the Killing of a Sacred Deer, it's like let's strip everything that like could prop up this strange stilted uh, right. behavior set that right. every character has. Right. Let's take all those, like, you know, uh, posts out from underneath the house and see if we still have a house. Right. We don't have a house. No house. No house. house. This time you got an easy house. It's called one of those movies, costume dramas. We all know what they're like. Should um, we do so books number before one. we go? Um, <clears throat> yeah, I guess. Do we have, I don't know, if you don't have no, time. No, 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 we have time. It's just that books, I don't, I don't read books. I thought you do read books. <laughs> I don't know. Did I you can't. used to read books? I used to read books. Can't do it anymore. What happened? Um, life got in the way. I don't know. All right, we're going to do the 10 best books of 2018. All right. Did you read any no, books? Uh, w- yeah, but none of these. I don't know. I'm just looking at them there. How no, about the this top 10 be places to live in 2018? Oh, okay, that's interesting. I don't know how they're doing this. Let's see. Um, I Pro- think it's, yeah. It's probably like Mood, Nevada. <laughs> Big Mood, Nevada? Yeah. Uh, okay. <laughs> I think they're, you know, they're they're adding up, like, a lot of different factors and, you know, giving giving... Giving cities scores. Um, so do you want to hear them? Yeah, I just have one thing to hear first. Oops. Oh, no, not that. Sorry. That's not a Paddington scene. <laughs> you just want to hear Paddington you know, talk? Make the whole Netflix out of- you know, why don't they make the whole Netflix out of the bird box? You know- <laughs> All right. Let's do it again. Oh, sure. You know, why don't they make the whole Netflix out of the bird box? You know, why don't they make the whole Netflix out of the bird box? I think that's funny. I do, too. I do, too. Yeah. 
It's a good joke structure, and I'm glad I overuse it, and I'm glad it, w- it all came to I a think, head. I think, it, yeah, it came to a, a good head there. I overuse it, too, by the yeah. way. I, I, I like to say that step a lot, too. <laughs> Number 10, Bellevue, Washington. Okay. Uh, this is uh, home. Well, not no, not home <clears throat> of Microsoft. Microsoft is in Redmond, but uh, this, is, this is a northern suburb of Seattle. Mm-hmm. Um, got a lot of, uh, a lot of rich, rich people. Rich people there. Yeah. yeah. Number nine, Rochester, Minnesota. Okay, is this near the uh, the Twin Cities, or what are we talking? Well, let's read more. Um, My sister just moved to the Twin Cities. That's why I asked. Oh, cool. Is, was she coming from Africa? Yeah, technically. Well, I mean, yeah, basically. <clears throat> well, its civic score is 74, and what is a civic but its people? So your sister's probably, you know, doing that. <laughs> <laughs> the University of Minnesota is a planning a Rochester satellite. I don't know where the fuck it is. Yeah, I think it's uh, it's... Probably not in the Twin Cities. Okay. It's probably like a, it's a college town. Closest, yeah. Um, number eight, Santa Cruz, California. Oh, uh, everybody's always loved Santa Cruz. I have some friends who have a lot of thoughts about Santa Cruz. Well, I, it's become a very expensive place to live. Is that sort of the thoughts? Kind of. I mean, it's, it's also full of a bunch of people who are maybe undesirable to live next to. Is oh, your that. friends are NIMBYs. No, they they moved to, to Santa Cruz for like a year and were like, oh, no, this is not good. We should move back. Didn't like it because they didn't want homeless people in their backyard. <laughs> Perhaps no, no. They're, they're nimbies. Not, they're not talking about the nimbies. The... <laughs> Number seven, Madison, Wisconsin. I feel like you hear that all the time. Yeah, Madison, oh, Wisconsin, best place to live. Oh yeah, it's the the epicenter of student protests. Mm-hmm. It's a hippie haven, but in a in a blue in a red a blue dot in a red state. Yeah. The Number six is Palo Alto, California. That's another like tech town. I think this is this is livability.com. Yeah, I so mean I, I guess I guess probably people who live in Palo Alto have great incomes because people who move to Palo Alto have jobs at yeah, those places. Right. Um it seems like it's a one big company town. But yeah. for the company I'm, of my, American when capitalism. I imagine Palo Alto, it's all just like one-story ranch houses uh-huh. in sprawling neighborhoods, and then like business parks. That's what I. And imagine. did you hear what I said about it being a company, company town, town for American, American capitalism? capitalism? Yeah, I may, I may go make an Adam McKay movie. Yeah, I think you should. Uh, uh, number five, Charlottesville, Virginia. Interesting. Okay. <laughs> Okay. Very interesting. Uh, sure. Okay. The 18, 2018 best yeah. place to live. Okay. All right. Okay. Um, number four, Iowa City, Iowa. Interesting. Okay. Sure. Just throw a dart at the map <laughs> and say it. Why not? God Sorry. damn, dude. Uh, number three, Corvallis, Oregon. Okay. Corvallis. Do you know where that is? I do. I mean, vaguely. It's in the I, Willamette Valley? Yeah, the Will- Willamette Valley. Uh, oh, I didn't know it was called that. Yeah, I, I know Corvallis. I don't know if I've ever been to Corvallis, but it's... Willamette Valley. I think it's a college town, I want to say. That should be Willamette. That's stupid. Well, uh, you're probably one of those people who says it should be Oregon, so... <laughs> no, I'm not. Well, what would it be Oregon if it's Willamette? That, I think those that's two pair better. Yeah, I guess that's true. Um, man, number, Oregon. Number two, Manhattan... Kansas? I was all ready to <laughs> throw my minute. hat in the air and say, we're in the greatest city in the <laughs> world. Manhattan, Kansas? Is that I where the Manhattan Project was? anymore. Not this one. I don't know. Number second on livability. God damn. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, if you want to live in a fucking grave. <laughs> <laughs> Number one, Ann Arbor, Michigan. Okay. I've heard so it's, it's all college yeah, towns. Most of the winter. Yeah. So that's the top ten best places to live in 2018. Um, yeah, this is about 55 you minutes move, long. And you moved to any go. of those places in 2019? <laughs> um, uh, 
let's see. If I were to move to any of those places, it would probably be, uh, I don't know, probably like Santa Cruz. Yeah, probably. probably. I mean, maybe Madison. I could see Madison yeah. being an interesting place to live. I would have to need a reason to move to Wisconsin, though. I think I would have if to. If I had to. I any of those places, you would have to have a reason. Except, right. I guess Santa Cruz is the one where it's like, People go there. It's like a Portland. Or yeah, whatever. exactly. Like, why don't I just like spend a year in California? See how that treats me, right? And you d- wouldn't do that to Palo Alto. You wouldn't be like, I'm gonna up and move to Palo Alto, right? Unless you had a great app idea. And here's a great podcast idea. This one that we just did. Yeah. And listening to it and subscribing it. Uh, when we're ready to play out, um, I'll, I'll do. I'll play something. Okay. Well. I think we're ready to play out. Okay. Are you ready to play out? Um. Yeah. Well. Oh, I. Yeah, I got an idea for what you should play. Yeah. How about I get another text message and we'll listen to that sound? <laughs> uh, maybe I will. Let text me. Whole Netflix out of the bird box. You know why don't they make the whole Netflix out of the bird box? You know why don't they make the whole Netflix out of the bird box? You know why don't they make the whole Netflix out of the bird box? I've been moving you know, calm, don't trouble with me. Trying to keep it peaceful is a struggle you know, for me. Don't pull up at 6 a.m. to cuddle with me. You know, you know how I like it when you loving on me. I don't want to die for you them know, to miss the me. Yes, I see the things that they wish, you know. You know what would be a fun?